Of all the things you could conceivably carry to boost your personal security in and around your car, can you guess? Here's a hint. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously, or you can click the card that's on screen now. But in today's report, I'd suggest personal security when you are in and around your car is vitally important and you should be considering it. And the number one item on that must-have agenda here is a super bright LED flashlight. And hey, just bear in mind, I'm not a lawyer and none of this report is legal advice. This baby is the Olite Warrior Mini, my new all-time favourite flashlight for everyday carry. Olight is actually huge in military and law enforcement, especially in the USA. I didn't even know they had an outpost here in Australia, but they reached out to me, and here we are, reviewing the Warrior Mini and its big brother, the Warrior X Pro. Importantly, Olight has no influence whatsoever over this report. They sent me the products, but the report is independent, okay? I can tell you that they're having a sale starting today, vis-a-vis -vis this video going public, which would be 25 November at 8pm here in Australia. I think it's like 40% off the Warrior Mini and 20% off the Warrior X Pro and plenty of other discounts across the range as well, plus a free LED keychain torch light thing as well. Link in the description, hashtag Australia. If you miss the sale, you can use the link in the description plus the promo code AEJC10 for 10% off and I will earn a small commission. Full disclosure there, the review is however independent. But hey, I am happy to promote quality products that you can count on when you really need them. And having used these both for some time now, these are certainly that. But why would you even want to carry a flashlight? Like, especially if you've survived this long without one, right? I mean, here in Australia, bad men typically do not ride over the hill one evening and put everyone to the sword inconveniently, so... Do you really need one? To which I would retort, when did Noah build the friggin' ark? Like, before the rain, dude. Before the rain. Plus, this is not all about sort of self-defence and violence. It's about support in a range of foreseeable circumstances, like out there on the road. Such as, say you break down somewhere remote in the middle of the night. Try changing the friggin' tyre by braille. Very difficult. You would kill for a flashlight. Like checking the fuses, seeing where all that water and steam is issuing from. Or just if you drop the friggin' keys or a screw or a circlip, the crown friggin' jewels, whatever. Somewhere in the dark. And I know you can get by on some of this stuff with a phone, okay? I know that, but it's not as versatile. But perhaps... You're in this situation, okay? Maybe you drive around a bend in the middle of the night out in the boonies and suddenly there is a crash on the side of the road or in the middle of the road and, hey, it's a bad one and you happen to be the first responder and people are hurt. 20,000 serious injuries on Australian roads annually. 
just saying. So this situation could easily happen to you and never sends you an SMS like 24 hours early and says, get ready because, hey, this is going to happen. It's just there. You have to deal with it. So if it does, you need to park your car to stop someone else from crashing into you. And then you're going to need something like a really good flashlight to assess the victims and help them to find your first aid kit in the back, whatever, which I hope you are carrying because you've got to build the friggin' ark before the rain, dude. Alternatively, you might just park your car one fine day in a nice, seemingly safe spot. You know, lots of people around, broad daylight kind of thing, and you go off and, I don't know, help cure cancer or feed the homeless or try to get asshole politicians to do what's right. When you come back, Maybe you've overstayed your whatever and it's dark and you are now alone. Or maybe not alone in the worst possible way. It's not the same environment as before when you park the car. Like, it's just not, okay? You are particularly vulnerable to attack getting into and out of your car alone. And if you're in between the car and your home, if you happen to park out on the street... And I have to say that attacks of this nature are generally ambushes. There's an X, okay, and you are standing on it. That's bad. You're always playing catch-up in this situation because your attacker is in motion. You're still figuring it out. So it's kind of asymmetric. Therefore, you have to be better than them. You've got to get off the X and pivot and balance things up. And a good flashlight... Such an asset out there alone in the dark. Let's talk about the Warrior X Pro and the Warrior Mini, okay? And what each one is especially good at. The Warrior Mini, okay? Super bright. 1500 lumens in boost mode. This is without the strobe, okay? Boost mode. Like, that's painful. It's also super light. And it goes straight in your pocket. And you will not notice it down there. Carrying one is not in any way an impediment to daily life. You can run and climb and sit in the driver's seat. It's not at all uncomfortable, okay? It's just there and it's ready, good to go. It's USB rechargeable like its big brother. We'll get to that. The pocket clip, right? It orients the flashlight bezel up. Believe it or not, this bezel up versus bezel down bizzo is hotly debated in certain circumstances. You know, in certain circles, this is a big topic for discussion. Go figure. I'm more of an in-your-pocket kind of dude with the torch, frankly. Bezel to the rear and the switch at the end, forward. Better for deployment under pressure, at least for me. And here's why, okay? You can unlock your car one evening with a hand on the door handle, and then you notice a dude... <laughs> Because he's about to attack you, kind of late in the process, but hey, you've noticed him. And it all seems kind of surreal, but hey, it's happening, so you got to adapt. Cortisol, noradrenaline, big spike in those hormones, fight or flight response. Very hard to inoculate yourself against that, by the way. Peripheral vision starts to shut down. The world goes into slow-mo, <laughs> like the Matrix, and your intellect goes out the window. Your fine motor skills evaporate, and this is all just physiology. It's very difficult to beat. You do not rise to the challenge in this situation. You fall back on any practice you might have done, like ingrained habits take over. And this is why, frankly, that I think everyone should have basic fight training, seeing as violence has been part of the human condition, but only for the past 200,000 years or so, and it's 
unlikely to go away anytime soon. Maybe I'm wrong on this, but hey, here we are. Floating in the pocket with a switch forward means you can get grip confirmation on that little flashlight inside your pocket. And that means minimum risk of dropping the light as you draw it. The flashlight comes out, the thumb's on the button, there's no fine motor skills required. You are good to go. And yeah, it really does help if you practice. I would never buy, therefore, a flashlight where the on button isn't on the back at the end of the tube. If it's on the barrel, you need to index it rotationally to get the flashlight on, and that takes too long and it requires too many fine motor skills. Plus, you can't blaze the target with your guard up, which is kind of a huge negative, if you've got to keep holding the button. An end switch for tactical deployment is absolutely the only way to go. The button on the barrel of the Olight Warrior Mini changes modes and things of that nature, which is fine when you're not under pressure, you know, like being attacked, being mugged. But the end switch does exactly what you need it to if you are under that pressure. There's actually six operational modes on this flashlight. You get boost for 1500 retina scorching lumens, or high for 500, medium for 120, low for 15, and moonlight mode for just one lumen which is surprisingly useful for rooting around in a bag or the footwell of the car or a tent, particularly if you do not want to trash your night vision while you're using the flashlight. Boost mode, okay, only runs for four minutes and then the battery hits 33% and the output drops. But frankly, conflicts demanding boost mode tend to be over well within that time frame, so it's beyond adequate. High mode lasts for a little over three and a half hours, which is very practical. You get 18 hours on medium, 150 hours on low, and 45 incredible days on moonlight. And hey, if you can't find your wallet in your bag within six weeks, then frankly, it's probably somewhere else. Just saying. Two tactical modes, all right? You can have 500 lumens with half a press and the full 1500 of boost mode with a hard press on the back. That's the factory default setting, all right? Or you can change it to boost mode on a light press like this and strobe mode with a hard press, which is boost at 1500 lumens, switching on and off at 13 hertz. And I think you'd agree, that's quite disorienting. <laughs> the Warrior Mini is out of the pocket, in your hand, correctly oriented, thumb on the button, blazing the target, in boost mode, one firm press in just a few seconds, right? Best case scenario, it's awesome, okay? It's so practical. Of course, in winter, you might have to defeat an outer garment to get to the pocket, and that's gonna take you a little bit longer, and you gotta think about that up front. I gotta stress here that real violence is not like Hollywood, like not at all. Flashlights are not weapons. They are really effective deterrents, but hey, they're pretty lousy weapons. See, it's very hard for someone to hit you or stab you or club you or even shoot you, upliftingly, if they can't see you properly. And a couple of seconds, you know, right down the barrel on boost and like, dude, all you're seeing is purple splotches for the next few minutes. It is properly awful to be blazed by this baby, okay? In this situation, it's very easy for you to exploit the target's disorientation and mount an effective counterattack in an actual fight. 
as opposed to Hollywood, okay? That first serious hit on the chin or the nose or the solar plexus, whatever, and it's all over. It's the same in a boxing match. Look at a proper fight, a proper boxing match. Professional fighters are just really good at not getting hit in those vulnerable spots. But hey, when they do, when the opponent lands one on them, they go down and it's over because physiology. In close quarters, okay, at punching and kicking range, if your opponent nearly has his hands on you, you can hold the warrior mini with your guard up, right? And you can strike to defend yourself just as you would empty-handed, like in boxing or martial arts or something of that nature. Obviously, you do this in a proportionate legal way for obvious reasons. Hashtag not a lawyer. I don't advocate violence, but hey, if it's thrust upon you, you got to deal with it, okay? It's pretty covert in your hand as well, this torch, right? Like... It's only about as long as your palm is wide, so it's easy to hold and it does not stick out like dog's proverbials, all right? So that's nice too. Cletus even designed this killer mod, the CVD Ghetto Hands-Free Kit for his personal Olight Warrior Mini. I know it looks as if it's just a PVC tube offcut with a slit in it left over from Project Moonshine, but it's clearly a great deal more complex than that when you think about it. Great for getting both hands wrapped around the mighty king without paying over the odds for reconstructive dentistry, you know, somewhere down the track. That mod works really well. I'm even thinking of getting one. Cletus Van Dam, ladies and gentlemen, dead set genius, just saying. So versatile. The big brother now, Warrior X Pro, substantially bigger, obviously, and an incredible 40% brighter. That's 2,100 lumens in boost mode, which is practically a friggin' lightsaber, like, cue the morphine drip, because you can actually feel the heat coming off this thing at arm's length. It's incredible. You get two modes, right? You get boost and then 300 lumens. Boost lasts for two minutes, which is still more than adequate in the domain of, you know, Operation Reservoir Dogs or something. And mode two, okay, delivers 300 lumens for eight hours on a full charge, which is quite versatile. You can certainly go hand-to-hand -hand with a Warrior X Pro, but it's a bit clunky at a punch like that. It's not heavy enough to be a baton either, it's not an especially good striking weapon, and if you punch with it in your hand, you have to worry about the head of the flashlight dragging across the target, tweaking your wrist, and or getting dislodged from your hand when it does so. Especially if you hook with your knuckles horizontal and your palm down, as opposed to your palm facing in. But for sheer blazing light output, Warrior X Pro is friggin' awesome. The so-called pocket clip faces the other way, which is bezeled down. It's a bit big to carry in a pocket anyway, frankly, but in a pinch, the clip could aid with retention. This is more the kind of flashlight that you carry on a belt, in a rig, or in your bag. And in a bag, you can clip it like this on an internal pocket, which is just right for drawing in the hand correctly oriented and good to go. Before I let you go, I should tell you that these are unequivocally the best flashlights that I've ever used. You'd be happy with either one, and I guess it just depends, like, you need to decide which one is right for you. I love the build quality of these things. They feel bulletproof, designed to last for years. Grip retention is rock solid, barehanded, or if you are wearing gloves, 
and they're both IPX8 rated, meaning full immersion in water down to 2 meters. Warrior Mini is drop rated at 1.5 meters, while the Warrior X Pro is rated to survive a 3 meter drop. Neither torch rolls away if you drop it, owing to the pocket clip on the Mini and the chunky squarish thingo on the back of the X-Pro. Olight does awesome packaging, incidentally, if that matters, and they are frankly obsessed with magnets, but in a good way. Both flashlights have this properly genius magnetic USB charging base, which just self-locates. You like throw the charger at it and it locks on, and that's really slick. And the magnet on the flashlight tail of the Warrior Mini is strong enough to stick to the car which frees up both hands for repairs and whatnot. Both these torches come with lanyards too, but I kind of hate lanyards. They're too hard to deploy under pressure, and there's a risk of them getting entangled on the way out of your pocket or in your bag or on your opponent when you're up close and, uh, let's call it, personal. It'd be great, frankly, if the pocket clips were reversible on both flashlights. They're not, because if they were, you'd be able to choose the orientation that you prefer, and to me that just doesn't seem like the greatest of design challenges. Additionally, I would prefer the pocket clip on the Warrior Mini to be matte black instead of sort of shiny blue, but I am digging pretty deep here to find some criticism. And I'd like them to charge just a little bit faster. See, it's three and a half hours with a 1.5 amp USB supply for the Mini and five and a half hours with a two amp supply for the X-Pro. None of this stuff is a deal breaker for me, but it's fair to acknowledge that no tool out there is perfect. The question, I guess, which one should you buy? And to me, the Warrior X Pro is the perfect torch to live in the car or in a bag or even at the bedside table kind of thing. In the car or at home, you just leave it connected to the USB. It would always be charged up and therefore ready to rip. Yoda would be right at home wielding the Warrior X Pro. Like, it's incredibly bright and kind of idiot-proof. Not that Yoda was an idiot, like... Oh, contraire. But for personal security every day, okay, if you've got a pocket, this Olight Warrior Mini should be inside it, at least in my view. It's going to last you until the heat death of the universe, seemingly, and it's got a million uses. Only about 87,532 of which are potentially violent. So, on balance, it's actually an instrument of peace and harmony. Except, of course, when it's not. I think you're a nut if you don't carry one, frankly. It could easily save your life or someone else's if you build the ark before the rain. Kind of important. You could turn the tables on some scumbag. I hope that doesn't happen. I hope you're never in that situation. But hey, if you are, it's nice to have the ark build, isn't it? Or it might just make your life a whole bunch easier. If the world tilts one day without warning somewhere, you know out there, and circumstances are less than ideal. Links in the description, and don't forget the promo code AEJC10 for 10% off after the Black Friday sale. Thank you very much for watching. Get one.